Hello and welcome to Reset Your Thinking podcast. My name is Alex Segan and I'm really excited to be here on this podcast series with you as together we explore why you do what you do and what it is that makes you tick. You know, we spend our whole lives creating our reality and there's so much more that we can learn about ourselves and others. So grab yourself a cuppa and if you're in your car, turn up the sound and let's take a deep dive into how you can reset your thinking so that you can become the best version of yourself you can possibly be by extracting your true potential, bringing you strength, motivation and fulfillment. Okay, let's get started. Why do most people find it so hard to set and achieve their goals? Today what I thought I'd do is we'd have a chat about why goal setting doesn't work. Now here's the thing, what I've found over the years, not just from my own experience but that of my clients, is that it's really not about the goal. It's not the goal that we want. It's so much more than that. It's the feeling we get when we actually achieve that goal. So let's get into it. Now, for example, say you're wanting to lose weight. I'm here to tell you, it's not the weight loss that you want. It's the feeling you're going to get, the feeling you're going to feel when you lose the weight. Or perhaps if your goal is to buy a new car, again, it's not the car you want you want per se. It's more the feeling and the experience of the new car. You know, the smell, the, the look of the car, the feel of the car, the sound of the car. So it's that desire to be able to feel and experience a new sensation. You know, we're emotional beings. As much as we don't want to believe that, as much as we think that we're not and that we're more logical, we're really not. We're actually emotional beings. And so the reason most people don't achieve their goals is because they jump straight into the do and there's no emotion around it, you know, just the do, do, do. And what happens in that space is that they lose focus. They lose focus of their direction and they start to feel lost, finding it really hard to be able to create more time for themselves, finding it hard and to balance, you know, and, and there's no vision, like they lack the vision and they feel like they're winging everything in all aspects of their world of their life. Now, it's human nature for us to plan. So human beings, we love goals. We absolutely do. You know, we love to plan, for example, um, jumping in the car and going somewhere. We plan. We plan to go somewhere. We get up in the morning. The alarm goes off. We plan what we're going to cook. We plan what we're going to wear. We plan about, you know, taking the kids to school and, and organizing school stuff. We plan dinner. We plan appointments, we schedule appointments and lunch dates with our friends and do all that sort of stuff. So we are, we love, love goals. Now, the thing is, though, we really, we, we're really great at, at, you know, achieving those goals. But the things that we really want in life, we have difficulty achieving, even if we know they are achievable. So why is it that some people avoid planning and achieving what they really want in life? You know, some people give up because they don't know how to organize their thoughts and their approach to an outcome systematically. And again, because we love goals so much and we love structure, if we don't know how to do something, what happens then is that we just don't do it. We procrastinate. We stop because it's all too hard. 
Neuroscientist Dean Burnett says, in an evolutionary sense, the brain doesn't like uncertainty. So when we don't have structure, when we don't know what's going on, when we don't know where we're going, when things are things are new and we have no way around it, things are uncertain. We start to doubt ourselves and we start to feel fear. So anything uncertain is potentially a threat to us, which is why some people decide to just do the easy thing or simply do nothing. You know, we sort of stay in that in that zone. It's that fear of unzone, of unknown. And so setting goals and achieving them, what that means, it means change. It means something new. It means something unfamiliar. It means us having to change our behavior, our way of thinking, our way of doing things. And that can push us outside of our comfort zone. Now, our human brain is wired to favor routine and habit over anything new. Even if that routine doesn't serve us, even if that routine or whatever it is that we're doing, those habits aren't giving us what we want, aren't making us feel great, we're still going to do it because that's what our brain favors. It sort of favors routine and it favors the known, right? So, and when we're about to, to, to set new goals or to perhaps, um, you know, explore new goals, goals start to shake up routine, which is why we sort of tend to avoid achieving them because it's all too hard. It's all too new. Now, some people do, you know, they have a go. They really do. And, and when they get their wins or progress, what happens then is they give up. They feel despondent and question themselves and sometimes even put themselves down. And they become very, you know, they're, they're really hard on themselves. Wonder whether you can relate to that. I know I can. So new behavior can be really hard. It takes time and it takes structure and it takes commitment and it takes consistency to be able to create new behavior. Something new means new skills, means new knowledge, means new cap new capacities, means new. And that in itself is scary. It scares the crap out of us as human beings. And this also, this new stuff also includes mapping out the steps to take and having the skill to be able to execute that action. That too is new. And so what we tell ourselves really, really matters. It really does. Our language is powerful. And um, even if we are sort of in, you know, even if we are doing those unresourceful habitual behaviors, it's in what we tell ourselves. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to share some stuff with you now. Now, our relationships that we have with goals and achieving them really depends on our conditioning. And what I mean by that is it is a learned behavior. So when we were young, and we observed, you know, so we model, we model, human beings model, we monkey see, monkey do, it's what we do all the time. And growing up, we would have, you know, observed or watched our parents. So how were they or our, whoever it was that was, um, you know, that was responsible for us at that time. And what happens is or what happened back then would have been that we would have watched how they were with, uh, with goals, the habits that they created along the way, you know, what basically the relationship they had with their goals and getting things done to completion, the relationship that they had with commitment. And we sort of learn from that, you know, we sort of mirror what we see as kids. And so we sort of take this stuff on. Now, as we grow up, of course, we change things along the way, only if we're aware of it, by the way. So it doesn't come naturally. It's about being self-aware. It's wanting to be self-aware. It's wanting to learn something new. And, you know, more importantly, it's having the awareness that perhaps it's not working and maybe we just need to do something different. 
Now, what's wonderful here, guys, is that all learned behavior can be unlearned. So a lot of the programming of our body is hardwired into us already, but we also do create new neural pathways. And so every time we experience something new and different, it's creating new neural pathways. And so the beautiful thing here is that we can change whatever is not working for us, whatever is not serving us. So when we see that we're not getting the results we want, then we need to be able to change something. And sometimes we can't do it by ourselves. Sometimes it means that we just need to reach out to someone, to perhaps a mentor, to a mindset coach, to someone, you know, to be able to help But people who know how to and, and can provide you with the tools and the skills to be able to shift your thinking. So change can happen in a heartbeat. It really, really can. I've experienced this myself. Um, it's just a matter of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And it's impossible for humans to fail. It is really impossible for humans. We do not fail. Absolutely impossible. Because there's always a result. But the question is, is it the result that you want? Now, that's the difference that makes the difference. So let's go back to that self-talk that I was talking about a minute ago, the language that we use. That stuff really matters, guys. It really does matter. Uh, you know, a single word has the power to influence us. It has the power to influence the experience of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress. And that old saying, and I don't know who it was that said it, is, you know, if we can't language it, we simply can't have it. So if we can't language something, if we don't know how to communicate it, if we don't know the words to use, we can't have it. We can't experience it because we just don't know how to language it. And so many people wonder why they experience the same problem over and over and over again. It's because that's the only thing they know how to language. So for a lot of people, it's simply because it's the only world they know how to language. Some people, you know, you notice, you may notice that some people focus more on the problem than the solution. It's because that's all they know. Focus more on what's all the all the negative stuff, all the below the line stuff, rather than what they can change. You know, because they've never been taught the language around it, the words around it, and how to express the world that they want. We're all really good. Most people are really good at expressing, I guess, what we don't want and what's not good and what we're not liking. But very rarely are we expert at, or do we have the language around what we want. Or what we're good at. Have a think about that for a minute. So when we fail to achieve something that we want to achieve, a goal or whatever the case may be, our brain tends to react as if it is a loss of, um, you know, it sort of loses a valued possession. It creates anxiety and fear. That's what happens when we fail to achieve a goal. That's what goes through our mind. And what will happen is that it will, and and but what will happen is that it'll, it'll seek to resolve the goal until the goal is achieved. So you'll start to look at different ways of how can I achieve that, you know. And and the brain actually likes short-term goals. We get gratification there. That's why I said a lot of my clients. Don't overwhelm yourself with a heap of goals. You know those to-do lists? No, you've got to shorten those down to a maximum five goals per week. You know, and, and focus on that, hone in on that, because if you're going to have a huge list, you're not going to do it. You're going to create overwhelm. And chances are you're not going to be doing the stuff that's priority. You're just going to be doing anything just for the sake of feeling busy. And then you wonder why you're not achieving, why you're not achieving stuff. So a lot goes on in the brain from a chemical perspective. Now, the thing is, um, serotonin is a chemical that, that is found in our human body, right? And what that does is it plays a role in our confidence. 
as you probably know, some of you may know. And it can also bolster self-esteem and increase our feelings of worthiness and create a sense of belonging. Now, to increase serotonin, we need to actually challenge ourselves regularly and pursue things that you know, reinforce a sense of purpose, meaning and accomplishment. And those little goals help. For example, um, what I do every night before I go to bed is I set up my five things that I must focus on the next day in order of priority. And as I, and I also put times next to them. As I achieve them, I go, I actually stand up, I walk away from my desk to my board and I ticket that I've done it. That makes me feel incredible. There's a boost of serotonin right there. It makes me feel incredible and it actually motivates me to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because I know that I've done it. So accomplishing a goal, no matter how big or small, builds our self-esteem, our confidence, and it creates even more serotonin and it makes you less insecure. Yeah, so I trust that makes sense. Now, here's the thing. Our brains are incredibly powerful tools. They really, really are if you know how they work and how to use them. So our conscious brain, they're actually built like a series of processes, like in your computer. And so they're only capable of one conscious action or thought at a time. You know, that, that old saying that we can multi-skill, well, that's bullshit. We really can't. We can't do more than one thing properly. So we need to focus on one thing, get that out of the way, do the other thing, get that out of the way. Otherwise, things are left undone and nothing gets done properly. And then what happens is we become overwhelmed. You know, we, we do overwhelm and procrastinate and then nothing happens from there. So when you know this and knowing this now allows you to use your brain's processing power to help you achieve your goals. So it's really important to understand this. Now, a psychology professor, Dr. Gail Matthews, completed a study back in the early 2000s and demonstrated that when focusing on a single goal, that this actually has a greater impact on achieving it than if you were to focus on so many different things at any one given time. So remember this, one thought at a time, and then you'll get things done. So how do we do this? How do we set goals and achieve them? Well, as I said in my previous um, episode on starting with the end in mind, you need to know your purpose. You need to start with the end in mind. You know, what is the purpose of your goal? Why are you doing it? Why is it so important to you? What are two to three things that would make a big difference in your life right now? You know, what is it that you want to achieve by setting this goal of yours? What do you value and want to experience and what do you want each of those things for? You know, will, will your goal, will this thing that you want to achieve, will it enrich um, you, your life? And, you know, are these short-term or long-term goals? Another thing you need to think about, so that was your purpose. Another thing you need to think about is your planning. What must you do in order to achieve your goal? You can't just say you're going to do it. You've got to put things in place. So how are you actually going to get there? What needs to be planned for you to be able to achieve this goal? What are the keys, key, key um, principles that are going to empower you to achieve these goals? What strategies are you going to put in place? What needs to be delegated? What systems need to be designed, if any at all? You know, and what will this impact or influence that needs to be taken into account? And the next one is implementation. And what this means is what are you going to do about it? What decision needs to be made right now, today, right now to help you achieve that goal? Are you committed? Are you going to hold yourself accountable? How are you going to do that? Are you going to follow through or are you going to give up? 
Are you going to be committed? Are you maintaining what needs to be maintained? What must you stop doing to be able to achieve your goal? Because some things that we're doing aren't necessarily the right things that are going to help us achieve that. And what must you start doing? And the last is who is holding you accountable? Who are you, It's important to, to tell someone. So who needs to be told? Who needs to be included so that they can hold you accountable? Because accountability is key for us. So what's the first step by you right now? So that's really key. And what's truly important to you? Yeah. Now you need to set priorities as well, though. So one of the keys to successfully achieving anything in your life um, is to know exactly how to prioritize what needs to be done and when. Or the alternative is a whole heap of stuff, you know, those huge um, to-do lists, disorganization and random stabs and tasks and things are forgotten. And then there's a slower growth and success and achievement and nothing gets done. And so then you wonder why and then you beat yourself up feeling crap. So it's really key to be able to prioritize. So set yourself five goals for the week. And what you do is you set yourself five goals and then you prioritize them in order of priority. And the ones that don't get done, you put onto the next one and the next one and the next day and just keep going that way. And then focus on your quarterly goals as well, because life is so fast paced and constantly shifting. So to keep up with changes, you need to be able to create short term goals. So you could have your daily goals, for example, you may have five daily goals and then just stick to your five daily goals. Um, and then the ones that don't get done, bring into your next one and only just have five per day. You can do that as well, whatever works for you, but don't make it any more than five and keep, you know, and schedule them weekly have a review weekly to see whether you're actually on trajectory, whether you're on track. And that's really important too. So think carefully about maybe the next seven days and ask yourself these questions. What are your personal obligations? What are your priorities? And how much time do you have? Because your responses to these questions really matter and they will determine the amount of time you devote to your goals. Because often what happens is that we get so bogged down on those huge lists and we think we don't have enough time because we, we become so busy doing nothing really uh, and we fill our day up with stuff that's not going to get us to where we want to get to. So that's what happens when we overcommit or when we can't say no you know, for whatever your reason. So bottom line is that if you're really serious about creating change, creating something new for yourself, then you've really got to engage in the process of creating a vision of where it is that you want to get to and then work backwards. Because if you don't and you're not, then what's going to happen is that it means that you're more in love with your past than you are with your future. It's as simple as that. You're more in love with staying stuck. You're more in love with, with those old habits. You're more in love with um, staying comfortable and not doing anything new rather than creating something new for yourself. At the end of the day, no one can make you do anything if you don't want to. We can all new, uh, learn new things. We tell ourselves we can't because of whatever the reason and the reason might be because of that new thing, that unfamiliar thing. Ultimately, bottom line, it's your decision.